Uh, hello again, and thanks for tuning in. Uh, a big welcome to episode five of the Dad Fit Podcast for the Pod series. Uh, let's start off with a big thank you to last week's guest, Sam. Uh, awesome to speak to him. And I can see a lot of people have listened in on that pod. If you haven't yet, I suggest you go and listen. Um, we actually now have a, a new following growing in Switzerland. So uh, thanks to whoever's out there listening. Uh, send us a message on Instagram so, so we know who you are. On that note, check us out on Instagram uh, at dadfit.podcast uh, to keep up with the latest news and guests. As I mentioned last week, we will soon be announcing a big event. Uh, so keep on the lookout. Uh, we're only going to have limited spaces for that, but it will be based in the UK. So sorry to our European and American followers, but I'm sure we can add some sort of virtual sort of dial in or something. Uh, James is back, everyone. He's in the building with us. Uh, he's uh, no longer working on top of a crane. Of a crane. Yeah. Um, I'm so back. Be back. Hey, man. Big worse for wherever I'm back. <laughs> <laughs> so we're going to run today a little different to usual. Um, so me and James really wanted to make sure that while we've still got our, our guests on the show um, for the next five weeks, we wanted to make sure we got dad life in because a lot of people say how much they enjoy that. And it's always good to share the stories. So um we're just going to cover that off and then we'll we'll welcome our second guest uh, a little bit later on um and our second guest is mark brown so super excited to get him on our show uh, james knows him um and introduced me to him super excited to pick his brains on all things fitness and understand his uh, ambitions to open a gym so looking forward to getting to that will be about 30 minutes time something like that so without further ado uh how's it going mate how's yeah. uh how's life okay bit ill this week yeah <laughs> been uh don't get ill very often but had to be the week leading up to my competition that i get a cold standard, standard. whatever yeah whatever it is so sort of sitting on my chest at the moment but I tell uh, you exactly what you need to do to get rid of that mate what train <laughs> 50 cars, so, t- 50 cars a time on the echo bike. <laughs> well, I, did, I did 61 earlier in a wad. Oh, really? <laughs> yeah. 61 cars in the Not in one hit. It was in, uh, in yeah. three AMRAPs, separate AMRAPs. So, uh, Go here, I, I have been um, training. I trained every day this week. Um, Monday, I went in in the afternoon. A bit worse for wear. Got it done. Uh, Tuesday, I went in 6 a.m. And, and today, I was in at 6 a.m. I had to drag my ass there. I was like a zombie walking through the door. But uh, <laughs> I, I, I got it done. Yeah, barely got to work today. Um, really, you're not bad. Yeah, uh, no, it's like again, it's ups and You've downs. You've got what I had. No, I don't say I, that. I feel great now. Uh, this yeah. this week is like the first, I texted you tonight, like yeah, week where I felt a hundred percent for weeks. Back to back to your best, like yeah, like um, mm. did some great words which we'll touch on later, but yeah. um, felt solid, felt good. It's not not a hundred percent, like um, I think a lot of that is because. You haven't trained for so long, you know. You haven't been pushed yourself to that level, but yeah, um, yeah. that's good, man. Put so hopefully, yeah. you have all that shit. But. Two days out from the comp now, so um, it's going to be keep, interesting. Keep fueling yourself with food, mate. Get plenty yeah. of uh, I've been orange juice. Things. Yeah, and just fifty cows on a side bike for time. Hey, just sweat it out. It'll <laughs> just it'll just run away. It'll get off your lungs and it'll just disappear. Yeah. Oh yeah, the stuff that's been coming up my nose oh, the last few days. Me unbelievable <laughs> just run into the toilet toilet and blowing my nose oh wow this mountain of crap coming out of it yeah. there's nothing worse than like when you're doing like a ski workout and you gotta run in those oh yeah it's like <laughs> 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 nothing worse 
<laughs> well, it was it was like a, a burpee workout Monday, and it was um, a pile of snot on the floor. Snot and sweat everywhere. <laughs> it was just so many burpees. It was like fifteen burpees per round. They did eight rounds, so it was just like oh, a like pool of sweat and snot, which I cleaned <laughs> up for those clean freaks out there. Um, yeah, there's no COVID there. There's no COVID there. No, there's no COVID. There's no COVID on the floor. <laughs> Hopefully. Uh, I've done a test, honestly. Yeah, yeah, I oh, but yeah, yeah. I, I, the, the video's gone on YouTube, mate. So. <laughs> <laughs> it's just shaking our heads. So. <laughs> yeah. you, no, I've you, not got COVID. I've uh, a cold. Yeah, you have a cold. Uh, the 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 it's, it's, well, to be fair, I, I know a lot of people who've got it. Uh, I think it's been like circulating. I definitely yeah. had it. Um, yeah. Well, there's um, a lad in work that that claims. To, I, I think he had it last week. And then there's there's Dave Dave and work uh, today. He was coughing and sputtering, going, "I think I've got what you've got." He said, so "I'm going home." <laughs> yeah, I'm going home. <laughs> so yes, bit of that, but uh, yeah, no, all good apart from that. Kids have been the kids have been relatively Stable. quiet and behaving themselves. Okay. Well, we had um, I got one quite funny story to to, 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 to share. We went to a soft play in Trago Mills. You know, Trago, is it Trago Mills? Yeah, yeah. The big, yeah. The big shopping centre in Merthyr. Mm-hmm. Um, we went we went up there just somewhere to go on Saturday afternoon. Or Sunday it was, actually, sorry. And uh, it was all good. Got in there. Great. Good soft play. Arabella took a while to get into it a little bit. She's still a bit too young for all that sort of thing. But I ended up having... Katie went to get a coffee. I said, go and get a coffee, Katie. We're going to get a coffee. It's, oh, yeah. I, I had the baby in my hands. So I'm wandering around with a baby in my, my hands. She's awake. And then Arabella decides finally to pluck up the courage to go on the, you know, the big boy soft play. Oh, uh, yeah. So the big, huge, uh, you know, it's like all the big sh- enough for you to run around. It? Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> so I follow her. I thought, all right, we're right at the moment. We're right with the baby to start with. Then she decides to go up one flight. And I'm like, oh, okay. Mm-hmm. Okay. I'll follow her up one flight with a baby in my arms. <laughs> Kids. Oh. Toddlers running right around me. It's it's like bedlam in those places, oh, mate, honestly. It was crazy. I, I nearly I nearly had an well an argument with a kid and I'll tell you after this now, but yeah. <laughs> so so um one flight and then she comes down here and she goes back up here. So this is fine, don't mind this. Then she goes up to the second floor, and this is where my ass starts going a bit now because I'm thinking. Come on now, Arabella. Let's go back down now because I got a baby <laughs> in my arms. I if can't just, come with you though. If she just runs off. <laughs> And goes down a big slide that she can't handle. I can't stop it. Um, so that was that. And I, I text Katie, and there was no signal in this damn place. So I'm thinking, I own proper stuff, but yeah, I don't know what to do. SOS. I can't go right? down with the baby. It was an, another <laughs> SOS moment. And uh, again, like I said, there's kids running riot. Arabella's just getting braver and braver. We end up on the top floor. And I'm losing my shit at this point. I've taken my little little baby onto the top floor, right? And uh, texting, texting Katie, ringing Katie. I nearly shouted, <laughs> just oh, Katie, help. Some yeah. lovely woman helped me out a little bit because she, she wandered off a bit and she brought Arabella back to me. And I was going, oh, thanks very much, you know. But in the end, um, Katie must have got my SOS message and or must have used her initiative. And uh, all of a sudden, she just—I could hear her shouting up from three floors below. I just, what are you doing up there? Get, get this baby off me now, quick! <laughs> so yeah, I, I was—I uh, was a bit traumatic, but also uh, quite funny at the same time. 
<laughs> yeah, sad. man, those soft play places are just like insane. So we took uh, Ollie when we're back in comedy. I haven't been. It's one next to the gym, so Ollie takes him in there sometimes when I'm training. Like, but um, yeah, it's one in Coventry just before we left, and uh, I took him there on my own. The first time I've ever been to a soft play on my own, like yeah. since obviously since I was a kid. Um, and then we went again then with uh, with Ellie um, just before he moved, and Ollie loves it. Like he just bypasses the kids bit goes straight into the big one like i said climbs all the way to the top and i'm like jesus christ like so dumb man i'm like dripping in sweat running after you like because there's a spoiling in there isn't it um yeah he's like going down the slide and like, he just loves it like you know yeah and yeah. then this little shit of a kid just comes walks past him right, and just slaps him on the face i was like no no you're not doing that man i don't care who you are like so uh ellie uh was like don't you don't don't do that like don't hit people you shouldn't be doing things like that you know just trying to be like the nice person and i wasn't there at this point because i was actually mucking about on the you know like just being a child basically i was <laughs> swinging around on the ropes like <laughs> as you do like a eating stone, stone bloke in a child's play like you know just mucking about <laughs> so this little bugger walks back over to uh ellie and ollie and was like just like standing there so yeah i was like just go away. What are you doing here? I, I, I was quite, well, I wasn't nasty to him, but I was like, you just hit my son. Like, don't, don't yeah. come back here asking for, uh, you know, Simply, yeah. or trying or to be friends. friends like, yeah. I got off. Like, where's your parents? Like, little, little savage, like, you know? Yeah. But uh, yeah, those places are nuts. I just remember standing in the middle. I'm just, kids like running past you climbing over the top of you they don't care like you know uh, it's, it's bad lovely yeah. it's, they're great yeah. fun over there they're great entertainment. it's great entertainment for the kids isn't it to be fair oh yeah well, i said what... it's, it's a great business idea they must oh, make yeah. a mint once you get the unit and you get all the gear up and running wow it's, just, you it's, know, just, it's yeah, glorified it's scaffolding with the uh, with pads on us or it is yeah and, uh... yeah yeah they must make mega money from their fair play well yeah we've got ollie's birthday in one of them haven't we so uh We'll have oh, uh, right, yeah, okay. We'll just play British Bulldogs or something, like. yeah, yeah, yeah. Get the adults together, Never get the ball pit together. Have <laughs> be good fun, actually. Uh, anyway, on, on my front, um, some good news. Um, trying not to jinx myself, Ollie is mm. actually in bed. Wow, yeah, we, we've seen like amazing, yeah, then how long for me? It's because he has a nap today, but we're we're seeing small improvements week on week. So uh, it's getting better. From so when we first started this, he was going to sleep at like half past nine, wasn't he? Half past nine, ten. He's now like eight quarter to eight. He's falling asleep. So we've nice. got, got some improvement there. He still uh, decides to wander in towards the, <sighs> in the night, but last night was a record. It was half past two in the morning. So so it's getting longer. It's getting better. It's getting yeah. Better. But, um, oh, that's, it's moving in the right direction then yeah it's progress uh, which is all I can say and I'm, I'm well, well not getting too excited but mm. hopefully if it continues on this sort of trajectory maybe by Christmas we can have a full night without the bugger but, uh, yeah that'd be, that'd, be, yeah. that'd be golden wouldn't it I guess we'll see what happens um, I, quite a lot's happened we haven't because uh, we missed a week didn't we so uh, yeah we've had a, a fun trip to A&E so, uh, oh, no way. Oh, man. So I was in work, get, get a text. Um, got Ollie, got to take Ollie to A&E. It's like, yeah, what, what the fuck? Yeah. <laughs> What's he done now? So, you know, um, like those house perfume things you get, like with the reeds, the sticks? Yes. So uh, he, 
had been he found he, he grabbed it off the unit basically and uh we're not sure whether he'd like swallowed one of the balls inside oh no way his his face from what Ellie was saying just smelt of like the perfume sticks oh, Christ. so you, you whether he's been sucking oh, on it or, or yeah. whatever you just don't oh, know oh no way um so she, she tried to ring 111 couldn't get through as usual um so she ended up bringing the gp and they were like just just take him to any yeah here we fucking go now so uh they actually turned out to be really really toxic like they didn't realize like how, oh, no how bad they are yeah yeah uh luckily um well we got some mixed messages of this so we he had his sort of observations as they do like you know at a complete meltdown and then they were like oh we're gonna have to keep him in for a few hours just to make sure like nothing happens so um he fell asleep then luckily so l was in the hospital for like three hours i think right okay. and then i was in work i was just like right, what's going on what's going on she, yeah don't know yet they're literally trying to pull all the information from the actual manufacturer and stuff just to see like what could happen what what the side effects are and what's what's in it basically um so i literally got a text and said oh we've got a bed he's staying in uh for the next like four to six hours or whatever so they can observe him and then like 10 minutes later they were like oh you can go home now everything's already well, right. really? well so, uh, yeah thank luckily, god for that then yeah and it was a standard thing of like if it gets if he deteriorates just just come back yeah so, yeah luckily um nothing happened it was so, okay. uh, oh, yeah wow. it was scary though wasn't it and you well, can't take all, it back from all, minute, can you? No, they're all in the bin now. <laughs> yeah. Because all <laughs> they want to do is climb and grab uh, stuff, don't they? Yeah. But um, yeah, so sleeping's good. AE trip. Um oh, he's uh, his tantrums are really starting to like uh wind up a little bit now. So he's he's getting close to that two mark, isn't he? So uh two years old. So um Tab of twos. Yeah, so uh, this week he had an absolute meltdown because he wanted um, an Oxo cube for, oh, no for, for dinner. <laughs> like, like, bro, seriously, like, you're a big boy. Like, <laughs> if you're asking for an some Oxo meat, for, for meat, like, yeah, you can have some meat. <laughs> Get the carbs in, even protein, yeah. but an Oxo cube, literally, because they were like, where we keep all. Or condiments, I think people call them, all that sort of shit. Yeah, yeah. In like the bottom cupboard, so he, yeah, he likes yeah. he likes to go through just... it and have a look, like you know, which is which is fine. Yeah. Then because uh, they're small, aren't they? And like not a shiny bit of foil, he's like, ooh, it must be like a. I think he must have thought it was like a chocolate or a sweet or something. Yeah, oh, bless him. And then took it off him, and it's like clapped really? to the floor. Oh no way! It's, like, it's an oxo cube. It's, yeah. it's not nice. Yeah. <laughs> they don't Yucky. taste. They're horrible. Like yeah. Oh, I love him. <laughs> <laughs> they're crazy aren't they oh mad mate uh, what have you got planned for Halloween have you got him a little costume yeah so I think Ellie's um, she made some friends up here which is great and oh, so tough cool. so for her um, yeah, yeah. Went, went through work and um, one she she met on like a mum's group on Facebook um, the, the oh, girls actually cool. moved to the area on her as well so she's like new so that they don't yeah. know anyone um, and they've all got little kids the same age as Ollie Right. So, um, yeah, it's super, super tough for her. Um, so they're going to like some sort of uh, Halloween disco party this week. I think it's tomorrow, actually. No, that's cool. Um, yeah, he's going as a pumpkin. He's, he's got the, he's got <sighs> the bill for it. So, uh, yeah, yeah, definitely. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah, and he's had his hair cut. Um, but that was a disaster. So he's normally been like really, really good with his hair cut. But this time, I think because he's getting a bit old, he's starting to realize what things are now. Yeah, yeah. Um, 
So he's literally got here, like, you know, uh, Lloyd Christmas of Dumb and Dumber, like this, the yeah. straight fringe. Yeah, oh, he's, got, he's got that because they literally, like, we're just gonna have to get the clippers out and shave it off. We're like, no, 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 yeah, no, yeah. no, you're not. <laughs> yeah, no, don't so shave it off. He's like, had the, the clippers on the side, and then they just they tried their best. They were brilliant with him, to be he's fair. Just, but... He's just moving around. Oh, and yeah, stuff just, and just, just yeah, just kicking off. Like, you know, yeah, it's good. He, he understands now what's going on. So, uh, but yeah, so uh, he's got his haircut. He's got his uh, pumpkin so he, costume. He's got his pumpkin costume. He's going to go on the pole, right? <laughs> but yeah, uh, other than that, he's all go good. On, it's uh, good, good times. And we yeah. went uh, pumpkin picking the other week. That's always a, a real huge success, isn't it? I yeah, mean, I, I think we did it last year, but this year I was that little bit older. Yeah, and, uh, same as us. It's great. Oh, it's great fun. Really, really enjoyed that. Uh, I really enjoy Halloween actually. We, we carved the pumpkins last night, so that was good uh, fun. Yeah. And uh, yeah, so just looking forward to Sunday now and taking them out. Now, our estate is great for it as well. They always make a real big effort. Oh, that's good. Man. Some of the decorations are wild. Some some of the houses go real all out. People love fair. it. People, yeah, love they it. do. So yeah, looking forward to Halloween. To be fair, should be good fun. It's great for the kids, isn't it? Yeah, and like I'm, you say, Alabella's sure. a little bit older now, so she's uh, she she can sort of take her all in a bit more. Yeah, I think we've got um, is that a community day in in the gym this weekend? So uh, Ellie's going to Manchester. I think Katie's going with her, isn't she? Yes. Um, yes yeah, so yeah. lads weekend. So I think we'll go there in the morning. Um, I might try and sneak it workout in. Um, yeah. And then but there's like a monster festival on in, in the town or something. So we'll probably pop in there on the way back. Yeah, cool. And then Wales are playing New Zealand in the rugby. So, oh, there's a test, is it? Yeah. That's like where I'll start to like, right, Oliver, this is this is rugby. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you need to watch this shit. And yeah. then uh, we'll catch up on the Rogue Invitational then. Yeah, um, that's, that's this weekend. That's going to be classic. Yeah, we'll have to chat with Adam and Mark, I suppose. Yeah, absolutely, mate. Um, yeah, that's that's the plan for the weekend. I think. Um, cool. I'm, yeah. I'm not sure, like, because obviously we're new to the area. I'm not sure, um, you know, what they do around you because it's quite quiet where we live, isn't it? There's only a few yes. houses. So, um, Emmerdale Farm, isn't it? Emmerdale Farm. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. You got oh, the yeah. wolf pack, I suppose. The wolf yeah. pack, whatever you call it. What, what do you call it? The wolf pack. I don't know. Something like that. Not a clue, mate. But uh, don't pretend you uh, don't know. <laughs> <laughs> it was uh Eddie's birthday, so we went to Edinburgh for the weekend. Oh yes, I was oh, that mate. Awesome. Yeah. You, you need to go. Like it's definitely on the bucket list. Yeah. On well, if you're gonna go, stay here first, obviously, and then go yeah, from because it's only a well, it's two hours oh, on the train. Good plan. Yeah. Yeah. Or uh it's like a three-hour drive, but the drive is epic because there's yeah, literally like more. no motorways, it's all a road in it. So yeah. just uh yeah, it was awesome. Probably the nicest city I've been to, in, yeah, especially in the UK. Yeah, like Amsterdam was pretty special, wasn't it? Yeah, um, for many reasons. Um, yeah, <laughs> 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 Christ. Um, but yeah, I think like, um, it, it looked nothing like I expected it to look like it's like full on, like medieval style. It's really, really, really cool. uh, yeah, well, it's really, really sort of it is, yeah, but yeah. Like, I think I covered like 28,000 steps on the weekend and it's all uphill, man. So there's this one spot where um, you can climb up this like hill. Apparently it was like a volcano or something like millions of years ago. Right. Um, And you can like walk up this hill. uh, And when you get to the top, you can see the whole of Edinburgh. Yeah. So I was like, I got to do that. Like That sounds awesome. So where our hotel was, we have to sort of like come down the hill because it's, 
this is going to sound stupid, but Scotland is very hilly. Like <laughs> I know, I know it was hilly, but my God, I didn't realize like the cities would be hilly. Yeah. Um, so you have to kind of like walk down the hill to get to the bottom of the, the bottom of Edinburgh, basically. And then it's like sort of split in two. So you got like the old town, and then you got the main train station and train track which runs through the city centre. Then the other side, and you got like the new town where all yeah. the fancy shops are and stuff like that. So to get to this place, you got to go over to the new town. So you kind of got to go like down and then up the other side. Um, and there's this place called Jacob's Ladder, uh, which is basically like pretty much vertical steps all the way up to the top of this uh, hill. Right. So I was thinking, oh, it can't be that bad. You know, it's probably, you know, a couple of steps because you can't see it. <laughs> yeah. So me and I were like, come on, we'll just do it. Like, you know, but obviously we had Ollie in the pram as well. Yeah, it, it turned out to be like a twenty-five minute climb. No way. And like we, because it was so narrow, we had to carry the pram as well. So you couldn't do like you know one wheel bump, two wheel bump. Yeah, yeah. It was yeah. actually like right. I've got one end. You got your end. Let's carry it up. Oh, what a, what a workout, man! I was like drenched in sweat. <laughs> I bet. <laughs> it's like who needs a stairmaster when you got this sort of stuff going on? Like my legs, mate, were just on fire. And then uh, yeah, Monday was. Um, strength cycle squats i was like god damn it <laughs> my legs are ruined but uh yeah mm. if you get the chance mate um I don't I, yeah, yeah we, we might make a trip of it come up to see you for a couple of days and then head on up to up yeah to well they got the christmas markets up there which is supposed mm. to be uh really really good so we're looking about going again now in the next uh next couple of weeks but whenever like just just uh, cause yeah i said it's, it's two oh, hours nice on the train room. and uh it's a really nice place um the perks of living north of the wall, I guess. North of the wall, yeah. Um, you got to go, you guess, so be so close to such a uh, beautiful city like that. Oh, yeah. It's um, like, I like London, um, but I also hate London. You know what yeah. I mean? It's like a bit of a shithole, but it's, it's quite nice as well. This place was just epic. Yeah, like, just really cool. Yeah, and, and not too big. You can like walk around there and, you know, see as much as you can see and, yeah, yeah, and yeah. and the Scots are just such nice people. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. a lot of time for the Scottish people. Yeah, um, if you like whiskey, go there. But if I, I hate whiskey, and so, I do. Yeah, there's whiskey <laughs> shops everywhere, but I'm not a whiskey. Really? I, I noticed you had a gin. You went went to some sort of gin bar. Did you want gin? Yeah, so we were like, it? it was like five o'clock, I think, and uh, we did some shopping, and uh, I bought um, an alarm clock. But you know, Matt Fraser said about the one which like, uh, yeah. Yeah, I got Close. one. Oh, Seven. man. It's a it fucking good? game changer. Is it nice? Uh... Honestly, it's fucking class. <laughs> yeah, that's it. I got buy one. Yeah, I'll, I'll send you the link. Um, honestly, like, the energy levels I've got since having that, I mean, is it? like, I don't even, I feel amazing when I so get it. So does it, does an alarm go off or does this no, just no, no. glow in? So it's, it's two functions. So you've got the sleep function. So you, you press the sleep function and then it's like, Mimics the sunset in any room, right? That's so cool. <laughs> so it's like go some like um, quite a bright light, and then it'll gradually just go down and dim and dim and dim and dim. Yeah, where it's like orangey, right? So it's really chilling, and then you can have like white noise on in the background, or like a thunderstorm, or just rain. So yeah, like since having all year, we've always got I've always got a white noise on now. So yeah, same as us. Tick tick, love yeah. it. Yeah, um, and then to get up, it just literally starts so you can program if you want to get up at 6 a.m you can program it to switch on 15 minutes 30 minutes or 45 minutes before the time you want to get up all right okay so i do like half past five the light will come on but it yeah. starts really really low 
and then over the course of that 30 minutes it gets brighter and brighter and brighter and you just naturally wake up it's so weird there's like no noise it's just the room yeah. is so light you think oh it's day i'll get up now yeah i and got you there's no like oh my fucking alarm's going off you know yeah. I, I just hate that feeling of yeah instantly noise. bang yeah. you got that alarm and then like, yeah. get up whereas this is just gradual so what yeah, does ellie feel about it though she loves it does she, she loves it yeah because she, oh, she did I, get the same time as you then does she no she sleeps a bit man so that's what I mean, though. So does does it get her up and then? Uh, no, because she'll sleep through anything. Oh, is it? Oh, yeah. So <laughs> like, it's great for her when she's like when we're trying to go to sleep. It's it's great, but I got you. Um, yeah, I could have the light on and she'd still sleep. So Maybe that's pretty cool I, for me. Um, I it'll wake me up and it's right right next to my face anyway. But um, yeah, yeah. Oh, awesome. Yeah, it's awesome. Go get one. I will. Uh, Anything yeah, to I, help I, me sleep better. Yeah, honestly, mate. It's a game changer. And if, if the king on the, on the, exactly. the goat uses it, you know. It's good enough for Matt. It's good enough for me. Exactly. Mate. Yeah, it is awesome. Uh, all right. We're running up low on time a little bit, aren't we? So, yeah, um, I think we covered all we'll, uh, bases there, haven't we? We have. So that's uh, catch up done and dad life done. But um, we'll uh, we'll bring Mark on, everyone. So um, he'll be joining us shortly. So uh, give us two minutes and we'll bring him on. Okay, so uh, Mark's joined us now. Uh, Mark, great to have you on the show. Really appreciate you joining us. Um, and yeah, taking the time to, to come and speak to us too. So uh, just if you want to just introduce yourself, um, give us a bit of background into who you are, where you live, what you do for work, etc. And then we'll, we'll get into the main meat of uh, Talking Things Fitness. So yeah, over to you, mate. Cool. Uh, well, first, thanks for having me, guys. Absolute honor to be uh, no problem, again on a podcast. Yeah, let's do it. <laughs> it's new for no me, problem. so I'm um, but yeah, my name is Mark. I um I live in Barry. So uh-huh. Barry Bados. Yeah, Barry Bados, that's the one. Yeah. A little bit away from James. Um, me and James met when I was actually coaching in what's now CF72. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but yeah, that's pretty much what I do. So I um like at that time I had two jobs. It was um airport transfers oh really crossing. okay well wow. yeah um and then the first lockdown happened so i kind of like mm. lost both of them jobs oh, um so fun. since then I've been, yeah 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 um yeah really did suck actually because then it was like a bit of well where am i going to go what am i going to do kind of thing. yeah so, what, what am i going to do like you both your jobs are taken away from you um, yeah. yeah there's a section on covid later because I, I I really really interested to know how everyone sort of handled that because it's just a fucked up time. And uh, well, you know, well, well um, okay. I've not long recovered from COVID. Oh shit, it's, man! I remember you really talking about this in strength and depth. So yeah, took, let's go into a bit of that then. What was that like? Good, uh, good point. Oh well, going into that, um, horrendous. Mm, man. I've spoken to people who have had it. They've all had completely different experiences from each mm. other and from me. But my experience of COVID was absolutely horrendous. Were you in hospital um, or anything? I got hospitalized. Fuck me, mate. For a day. Um, so I was due to compete in the British Masters Championships. Yeah. Um, in, in, say, a week's time. So the, mm-hmm. on the Friday, I went to the cinema with a friend. Um, 
like later that night just developed a bit of a headache thought nothing of it okay so then on the saturday that was exactly one week until i was supposed to compete so on the saturday um the gym that i go to now does this thing called a skull crusher okay all it is is a trail that sounds fun <laughs> yeah yeah we, yeah he's got we've got the best names for stuff um but yeah it's just a trail run mm. um this trail run run in particular was we uh, the head coach decided we're going to run up Penavan, have a little rest at the top, and then run down the van. How, how long was the little rest? <laughs> Two days, though. <laughs> no, it was a good, you know, good 10, 15 minutes. Oh, sweets wow. to refuel, have a drink, um, and then get back, back down. down. Uh, it, was, it was actually really enjoyable. It was more enjoyable than it sounds. Mm-hmm. It's more enjoyable than a walk up there. Put it really, way. is it? Never, never yeah. tried it. Well, yeah, maybe we'll have to do that. Give it a go. Uh, and I, I really don't like cardio. No, who does? Like, it sucks, doesn't it? Exactly. So, yeah, um, upon completing that, I felt a little bit drained, a bit more of a headache. Just put that down to kind of like being out late at the cinema, getting up early for the run. Mm-hmm. Um, Sunday, then, uh, the gym I go to does this thing called The Mash. That's what the session's called. And it's basically three different wads mashed together back to back so you do one have a little rest you know no more than 10 minutes do another one no more than 10 minutes rest do another one um in that wad were movements that i'm comfortable with i wouldn't say good at i'd say comfortable with like Mm -hmm. for example um in the first wad of the three it was uh 75 chest of bar 75 burpee box jump over Mm -hmm. but every um, you have to do it in sets of 15 and it was all of the chest of bar first and then all of the derby box jump over. Well, okay. Yeah. So how we worked out, it was, it was actually quite cool. It's almost like the games, you know, mm-hmm. you have to do a set of 15. Once you completed that set of 15, you moved your box closer to the rig. Yeah. So on and so on. So you do five sets, the box is then right next to you on the rig or by yeah. the rig. And then you start your burpees and mm. then, as you do 15 burpees over the box, you then move it forward. Yeah, that's cool. I quite like and then that. you end up yeah. finishing the other end of the gym. Um, it's really good. You can see where everybody uh, everybody else is. Mm-hmm. It's a good twist on normal training, you know? Yeah. So we get to the burpee box jump overs, and um, they absolutely take my soul after, say, four or five. Really? But the, the weird thing is about it, because coincid- completely coincidentally, Previously, within I'd say about two weeks of doing this wad, we had done a class wad with fifty burpee box jump overs in it, and I could I did them without stopping. Now I didn't do them fast, but I did them without stopping. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, but I was doing I did maybe four or five completely out of breath, and I couldn't understand it. It's like it, gas, like yeah, yeah. There was no gas in me whatsoever, no mm. oxygen in me whatsoever. I was breathing so heavily folded over couldn't get enough air in so anyway we got through that wad um the next one had uh again it was set up like kind of like a race um but it was a hundred hang dumbbell snatch nice nice i'm usually uh very comfortable with them mm-hmm. uh, i did 10 completely out of breath no way uh... yeah so we, we, we the way we chopped it up was you did 20 then move forward a section um yeah so did 10 completely out of breath had a little rest, went down to pick it up again, did six. Absolutely no area whatsoever. You're wondering what the hell is going on at this point, are you, Mark? I, yeah. 
exactly. <laughs> um, in my head, I'm like, I, I really don't understand what's happening. Yeah. Like, mm. Why are these hurting me so much today? Um, so yeah, anyway, got through that wad. And then that that evening, I felt really kind of like drained. So I just put that down to Penavan run, the mash. Yeah. Um, Monday then, because of COVID like regulations, the competition on the weekend, um, you had to give a negative test result within, mm-hmm. I think it was either two days or four days, I can't remember. So I yeah. thought I'll do one Monday. If I am positive, I can wait until Friday and do another one. That was mm-hmm. my thinking. Um, so I did one Monday positive. Mm. So I thought, right, okay, I'll wait till Friday, do another one if I feel okay. Cause I've heard that a few people have had it that I know personally, they've been just like a cold for a couple of days. Yeah. Yeah. 24 hours or 40 hours. And then they're sort of then, okay again. Yeah. So I'm, you know, fingers crossed. This is what happens to me too. By Friday, I couldn't stand. Fucking hell. Um, it was a case of what, what it felt like the best way I can describe this is I had what must have been about 25% of my lung capacity. That's how deep I could wow. breathe. Wow. If I breathed deeper than that, immediate coughing fit. Fucking hell. So all I could do Scary. was lay down. Oh, yeah. Yeah, it was horrible. Um, all I could do was lay down. If I then went to stand up to go to the toilet, obviously from laying down, when you stand up, your heart rate goes up a little bit. Mm-hmm. You need to breathe a little bit deeper. These little things you you take for granted. Yeah, yeah. It's just so you take well. the climate, yeah. walking up the stairs. You're, Ill, you're like, mm-hmm. yeah. So you notice these little things. So yeah, as soon as I stood up, even to just walk out of my room, literally across the hall to the toilet, coughing fit. So then I'd have to sit down on the toilet to bring my heart rate back down, knowing full well I've got to go through this again just to get back to my to my bed. Fucking hell, man. Yeah, um, completely lost my appetite. So I didn't eat anything for around a week to 10 days. I Jesus. lost a shed load of weight. Uh, it mm. turns out it was about a stone. Wow. stone. Mm. Um, and then it just kept on deteriorating. Um, and all the while, like I'm, I'm speaking to some of my friends from the gym, are actual doctors, um, and they're telling me, you know, it might be this, it might be that, but they're reassuring me, you know, it's not bad. Don't yeah, worry. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, if it was bad, you'd be in here with us kind of thing yeah. in hospital. So even though I'm really ill and this really sucks, I feel reassured by them. Yeah. Um, but on, I think it was about the 12th day, I phoned my GP because this is bad now. Uh, like not, not so much struggling to breathe, but as I said, it, anything that makes my heart rate go higher, just cough and fit and I can't, I can no longer control it. Um, so the GP then starts scaring the life out of me and is saying, oh, you know, people are tending not to recover for eight months. And I'm like, I'm not dealing with this for eight months. Mm. No chance. Um, so he asked me certain questions like about symptoms, etc. And he said, right, I need to send you to hospital, which I really didn't want to go. No, no. Really didn't want to go. Um, so he sent the ambulance out. Um, the ambulance, the, the paramedics came out. They did a few tests. They took, um, it's called SATs. Like, uh, SATs, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. So they did that, heart rate, blood pressure, asked some other questions. And the most assurance I've got from anyone along this journey was this paramedic. He was brilliant. He said, uh, we don't 
need to send you to hospital. I was like, okay, this is good news. Um, and he was like, you're ill. We can see that you're ill, but you're not dying. Mm. So even though we can see you're ill, we've just assessed you. We think you're okay. But we, we don't think we need to take you in. So like, I'm a bit more perky now. I'm, I'm happy about this. Um, so they phone the GP themselves and the GP argues with them and like, no, I want him to go into hospital because he needs a chest x-ray. Uh, right, okay. Um, so yeah, they then took me in. I'll oh, just going back to the paramedic. Um, this is what I mean. And it turned out what he was saying was actually quite held true. So he said, people usually have COVID um, for the first, say, three to four days, they'll be fine. From four days up to 10, they, they kind of like deteriorate anywhere between four days mm -hmm. and 10. Okay. Then it'll level off a bit and you'll think, okay, I'm, I'm at the precipice now and this is going to start to get better soon. And then you get worse for a little bit. And it's that little bit that gets worse after a couple of days of like stabilization. Mm -hmm. That scares people. Yeah, because you think you're actually getting better, then bang, you're yeah. back. And that, crazy. I, I'm not going to lie, that scared the crap out of me mm. when I started to get worse. That's when I phoned the GP. Um, he said, but that lasts three or four days and then you get better. You will get better. Mm. So, I, you know, he really reassured me. Um, so, yeah, anyway, I uh, went to hospital. They took bloods, chest x-ray, um, did a, a PCR test, 100% COVID. Um, <laughs> but COVID caused me to have a chest infection. Uh, okay. So they then give me antibiotics and it was a week's worth. And by the end of that week, absolutely fine. Mm. What do you like? There's a lot of people out there. I'm, I'm not trying try not to get onto this massive controversial subject, but having gone through what you just have, um, how does it like annoy you when people are like, oh yeah, COVID's all the bullshit. It's all fake. Uh, it's the government trying to scare you and all this stuff. Like having actually physically had it, like, how does that make you feel? Because I know um, it would make, it'd make me feel, I'd be pretty damn pissed off. And like, uh, yeah. So I, it's rough, uh, man. Since I've had this, I've had the same conversation with what must be now almost 100 people. Mm. And they've all said the same thing to me. Were you vaccinated? And then when I say no, they mm. all kind of blame me for going okay. through what I've been through because I wasn't vaccinated. Mm. Um, so I, those people that say what you have just said in terms yeah. of they don't believe coronavirus is a thing, you're a donut. <laughs> it's definitely a thing. Yeah, it's fucking real, guys. <laughs> yeah. Um, I've always believed that it was, there is a virus out there. Mm. You know, they're, they're, they're not lying about a virus. Um, I thought numbers were being exaggerated. Okay. I thought, you know, yes, people are dying, but is it, as many as you're saying, or are you just attaching coronavirus to certain deaths when it was actually nothing to do with coronavirus? Like they, they died whilst having coronavirus by being hit by a bus. Oh, they got killed by coronavirus. Yeah, I think there was a lot of that, wasn't it? When it was, it's, uh, I think the stat they were saying was mentioned on the death certificate. Um, and you could have been in hospital for something completely different. And then, oh, you actually caught COVID, but and that sort of finished you off sort of thing. But yeah. Uh, yeah, I think I tend to agree with you on that one. The the data was a bit suspect, wasn't it? I think everyone was yeah. questioning it really, but yeah. So that that was my only thing on it was what's being exaggerated. I always mm. thought that there is a virus, you know. Um, but yeah, 
Tough times, out. tough times. Knocked me right out. Do you um, feel like back now, though, Mark? You're back. Yeah, back I... the bang. I've seen you training, mate. No. Do you have you got any sort of like side effects from it? Because I, I, you hear a lot about this long COVID thing. Like, obviously, your lung, your your body took a battering. You lost that weight. What was it like going back to the gym after that? That must have been really tough. Okay, so a couple of side effects, right? Um, before we get back into the gym stuff. Yeah. <laughs> um, luckily enough, I've come out of it for a start. Mm. Uh, a lot of people haven't. And luckily, I haven't got long COVID, yeah, um, which I feel very blessed not to have. What I've discovered with what happened with me, how it affected me, sorry, I didn't lose my taste. Mm-hmm. My tastes have changed. Oh, right, okay. Which is bizarre. I'm finding it bizarre, personally. Mm. So, I like before COVID, I was a confessed chocolate. If it's got chocolate on it, I'll eat it. I don't care what it is. I haven't eaten chocolate since. No. Really? Wow. Yeah. Crazy. Um, I'd, be, I'd be devastated because I yeah, am a like as well. Life over like. <laughs> well, imagine, like, you know how you feel about chocolate. You put it, you, you mm. know, you, you start eating it. It's it. <laughs> yeah. It tastes, yeah. It's satisfying. It does all of the right things that food should do, but it's bad for you. We know this. Anyway, yeah. Imagine waking up one day and just never feeling like you want chocolate. Yeah, it's pretty weird, isn't it? That's what I've gone through. Um, also, coffee. I used to have a coffee in the morning every day without fail. No matter what day it is, am I getting up for work? Am I getting up to go to the gym? Am I getting up just to chill? Coffee. Well, I haven't had one since. Oh, no man. way. That's yeah. like shit. That's, <laughs> That's worse than not like a chocolate, man. <laughs> yeah. um, I, th- I think I think I'd have been like, uh, COVID, take me. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Give it, let me have it again. <laughs> uh, but there's also other things. So um, I think they're both linked, and I think that's to do with dairy. I don't know why now dairy just leaves a bad kind of like aftertaste and feeling if oh, I have right. any dairy. Yeah. Um, weirdly, the the week that I got my appetite back, I couldn't put enough Sprite in my mouth. Yeah. I could not drop, stop drinking Sprite. <laughs> not Fanta, not Coca-Cola, not Dr. Pepper, Sprite. Really? Yeah. Just weird, absolutely bizarre. And okay. since then, that's changed because I, obviously being in the fitness industry, you know what kind of what's good and what's bad for you, or you should know. Um, <laughs> so since then, I've had to come away from that, like a you know, recovering addict kind of thing. Um, and I've, it's been I've 10 days since my last Fanta. Like. <laughs> Hi, <laughs> I'm Mark, and I'm a yeah, Sprite yeah. addict. <laughs> I, I'm two years clean. <laughs> yeah, so I've um I've tried to dehook myself from that and and change it over to orange juice. It's at least it's um, a little bit healthier. Yeah, yeah. Um, so yeah, I start the day now with an orange juice instead of a oh, coffee. Oh, nice. <laughs> How do you get your it? caffeine fix, though, Mark? Um, knocko is it? It's gone to knockos. Yeah. So, yeah. Um, up until this week, I would say. I wasn't having any caffeine whatsoever. Right, okay. Um, mm. But because now uh, strength in depth is happening in November and the gym mm. I go to, we've qualified. Yeah. And I've been lucky enough to be selected, to have been selected in the team. I just felt like my training when He's I went level. I, needed mm. to, a little kick, you know? Yeah, yeah. Absolutely. So yeah, I've, I've, I've turned to knockos. Yeah, knockos life. Knocko is life. Yeah. We, love, we love knocko. All right, thanks. Yeah. Man. I, that's, that sounds absolutely crazy what you've been through, but... um. Absolutely. That's so, good. To, yeah, uh, if, if we then take it to the fitness thing, yeah, we'll get um, on to that now. <laughs> so I, I'm, um, 
was CrossFit like your your starting point of fitness, or would, did you do anything before you found CrossFit? Like, is it have you always been into fitness and uh, gone to the gym, or was you just like, oh, there's this new thing called CrossFit, I'm going to go try it? So, um, CrossFit for me is kind of like I found a home. Okay, yeah. After being lost for a while in the wilderness of football, because when I was aged four. Um, my mum took me to pick up my sister from a gymnastics class um, oh. and I was hanging on the bar which I shouldn't have been I was a little shit when I was a kid um, <laughs> I was hanging on the bar over the phone pit and swinging and the male gymnastic coach came over and was like how old is that boy and I was like oh he's four why he, he, and he said he's displaying really good kind of like you know coordination blah 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 just I was all I was doing was swinging on the bar I thought I was having a whale of a time yeah um He's like, we don't usually have them in under five, but bring him Monday. Wow. So from age four, I've been training as a gymnast. I carried on that until 16, 17. Wow. Um, got to, I got to be Welsh champion, Welsh junior champion. That's um, cool. And I also Jesus, got man. to British. No, I never represent Britain. I represented Wales many times, but I got to train with the British squad. Um, didn't get to represent them but got to train with them as in we would go squad training you'd stay a week in the summer i can't remember the school but it's a big private school so mm -hmm. we'd all stay in, in what was like barracks um train three times a day all your food's done set meals blah, what, which was what did you specialize in mark like the bars was it or common common question whenever mm -hmm. anyone says uh, i'm a gymnast none of them specialize in any oh they just do the whole thing do they yeah all all really? So male gymnasts have six pieces of equipment. Yeah. On uh, horse rings, floor vault, parallel bars, high bar. Right. Uh, female gymnasts have four pieces of equipment, floor vault, asymmetric bars, beam. And all gymnasts generally do them all, train in them all. I did not mm -hmm. know that. Okay. No, me either. Yeah. Um, however, you may be far better at one than you are at the other. Mm-hmm. Um, so what happens is in gymnastics, when you go to, when you have an individual comp, they will have different competitions within the competition. So like I've just said there, if I'm a male, I've got to do these six pieces of equipment. So you'll have your overall competition. Who can get the best score by doing a routine on all of these pieces of equipment? Yeah. And then they'll have a different competition. So um, individual pieces of equipment whereby you'll then go and do uh, either the same routine or a, or a different routine on one piece of equipment. And then a certain amount, so say like 10 um, gymnasts will qualify for the finals of the mm -hmm. individual apparatus. And then they'll battle it, out, battle it out for gold, silver and bronze on that one piece of apparatus. Well, that's cool. Didn't realise yeah. that. Well, you learned something new. We do. That's, yeah. that's why you make well. muscle ups look so easy then, is it? <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, so what um, was like so the, from, yeah, what was the turning point? So like, why why transition from that into CrossFit? Um, this is this is more to do with why I'm a chocoholic than <laughs> I like alcohol. Okay? <laughs> so when your diet is so restricted as a kid, mm. and you have then something that is really nice like chocolate, when mm. you are no longer training six times a week, and you start to get a life and discover women and yeah. women blues. Yeah. yeah. Um, <laughs> I wasn't doing that. So I was training six, six nights a week until 16, 17. Mm. 
So I had no experience of uh, two litres of cider at the park and yeah. lightning. <laughs> yeah. You missed out. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, I missed out on all of that. But uh, if you can imagine going going from that, training that much and being that restricted to then being allowed to do whatever the hell you want. Yeah, that's yeah. insane. Yeah. Nice. Mm. Um, yeah, I, I just turned to chocolate. Partied hard. Well, yeah. Um, but I, I feel like I, I missed the whole phase. I think this has done me a favour, if I'm honest with you. I missed the whole phase of um, when people start discovering alcohol. Therefore, absolutely no alcohol tastes nice to me, apart from old moot ciders. I don't know what they do with them. They're beautiful. <laughs> it just tastes like pop. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, I missed out on all that. But then from football, uh, sorry, from gymnastics, it then went to football. So from, I think I was about, my first ever game was about 10. I was late starting with football because of gymnastics. But from 15, 16, then it was just, I love football, play football mm. every weekend, only train for football. So weirdly, after gymnastics, I didn't spend any time in a gym. Okay. Did all of my training, kind of like running, football training, and, and then any body weight things that I wanted to do, I did at home. Mm-hmm. so I had a little routine I used to do uh, involved a lot of hollow and arches I had a pull-up bar the ones that go over the door kind of thing yeah 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 one of them um, and it was press-ups and handstand push-ups and so on and so on so yeah um, there was a lot of time where I had no kind of like gym in my life um, and then at the age the grand old age of I think it was about 36 a friend of mine that knows I used to be a gymnast said to me he wants to um, learn certain gymnastic movements because he was going to CrossFit. So he asked me to come to this gym with him, which was a CrossFit gym near where I live. Was this Taylor? No. Oh, right. Okay. No, uh, funnily enough, I introduced Taylor to it. Oh, really? Well, yeah. Um, so, yeah, I went with him and he, he wanted to learn about handstands and toaster bar and mm. so on. Um, so, yeah, I was just helping him out me and him were kind of like doing a couple of sessions now and then in terms of me and him would train and then after he trained I would help him with a bit of handstands or a bit of handstand uh, presses to handstand and things like that but while we were doing that there was a a CrossFit class going on kind of like in the same building Mm. so I'm looking over I'm like this looks cool (laughs) what are they doing yeah this Mm. looks cool um so I tried a class out absolutely loved it Mm. never look back what was the first one i can't remember exactly what it was but i can tell you this it involved toes to bar oh really so you were loving it well this is this is my this is my um my first ever crossfit story yeah is it involved toes to bar and the coach was demoing toes to bar okay going through the movement going through the scales Mm -hmm. and i'm there with my friend now as a gymnast you would have only ever done toes to bar strict. Yeah. You would have only ever done them strict. A kip in gymnastics, you only use, and it's one kip to then bring your feet up to the bar to then kick out to get you swinging. Okay. Right, around that big high bar. Mm-hmm. Um, so this coach is demonstrating the toes to bar. And I, I, you know, I'm watching, it's all new to me. So I'm like paying, paying attention. And she then starts kipping and linking them kipped so i turned to my friend i'm like you're allowed to swing <laughs> he's like yeah i'm like well they're just bloody easy aren't they yeah do this all day man. Like, 
<laughs> That's class. But yeah, man. Uh, yeah. So, could you could you link them? Obviously, quite comfortably. Then could you? Because it's obviously it's not something you've done, but it obviously come natural to you, I guess. And Mark. Yeah. Linking well, all that sort of stuff. Yeah. This this is um this is a good point. This um because everybody's quite quick to do this, including myself. When you see somebody that you think is naturally good at something, what you don't see is the twelve years they put in. Mm-hmm. of you know doing toes to bar with someone hitting your toes with a stick if they're not pointed yeah, got so, you. yeah behind behind everybody that looks talented is years and years of practice yeah years yeah crafting yeah. the skill yeah so they did come you know we can say call uh, call it they did come naturally yeah but that's because i've done uh, you know 12 years of strict toes to bar that's the key isn't it it's, it's uh most coaches say say it and they uh, you know, you, you've got to do your strict work first. There's no good jumping on a pull-up bar and trying trying to do kipping pull-ups if you can't, if you can't do, strict, do pull-ups. If you can't do strict pull-ups to start with, and you see it, you see it a lot in gyms. And you know, when you, if people trying to do uh, all this kipping and they can't even do strict pull-ups. It's like, what's the point, sort of thing, isn't it? You got to get Absolutely. your strict, get your strict. Like when I come into CrossFit. Um, Obviously, yeah, we, we did a lot of bodybuilding, bodybuilding for years, and uh, I, I did so much strict pull-up. Well, it was just pull-ups at the time. I didn't know anything other than. <laughs> you, never called them, yeah, you never called them strict when I was in the gym, but pull-up was a pull-up. Like you said, I never knew. What the hell is this swinging? What are they doing? Exactly. Um, so, yeah, I did so much uh, pull-ups. Leg, I did loads of leg raises when I was in the gym. I, I loved all that body weight stuff, you know? And obviously, it transferred well then, going to the one of the one one of the few things I transferred into and did did me did me good in CrossFit, but uh, yeah, yeah. Oh, you'd be surprised though, because bodybuilders do make good CrossFitters, yeah, because they've got a good good amount of strength, a good core mm-hmm. strength, I guess, isn't it? And yeah. a good um, a good base. Yeah, yeah. But going back to the the kind of like the gymnastics and the transfer, I think I had. I'm trying to think of anything I didn't have now. But I think I had all of the gymnastics, the CrossFit gymnastic movements in inside a month. Right. Which, cool. yeah. Which I, I think like the the hardest movements to master as well, man. The hardest movements to get, I think. Like if I look at myself, like I've been doing it more consistently probably now in total like a year and a half, two years. And only now am I starting to like finally get those gymnastic movements. Um like the rest of the stuff you just pick up as you go along and especially like my I was doing like bodybuilding and things like that before. So, you know, a clean and jerk for me is like, less, it's easy, easy, easy money. I can, I can do that all day long, but then you start chucking toes to bar in. Like my body's never done anything like that before because I would never do it. I would never do that sort of stuff in, in the gym. I just neglect it because I wasn't interested in it. And now I'm like, yeah, go and do 21, 21 15, nine toes to bar. That's like hell for me um, because uh, as as a I was just never trained it, I never used to it. So um that's sort of yeah, for me now it's like that's my challenge now is gymnastics and uh, getting there. I, I'm losing I'm, You literally I'm, just said that what then twenty or fifty nine toes the bar and it put a smile on my face. <laughs> I I love that. <laughs> no, I'd rather barbell. <laughs> but um yeah, yeah I like, I'm dropping weight at the moment just to to get more efficient on the bar because um you know I'm well I was like seventeen stone and you know that's that's a lot of weight to pull, especially like in a muscle up, uh, yeah. and, and, and a pull up. That's a, that's a lot of weight to hold. So yeah, I'm just I'm dropping weight. I'm getting there. I'm, I think I'm down five kilos now. So oh, nice, well done, mate. 
Yeah, I get it. Yeah. But, uh, really um, if yeah. you want to do it faster, just catch some COVID. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just going to go around licking stuff like <laughs> licking door handles. And stuff. Yeah, <laughs> give me your gyms. <laughs> I'm trying to lose some weight. Yeah, um, yeah, uh, yeah, with the um, I have this discussion a lot, I really enjoy it. So, with um, like cleaner jerks, mm. very strength, very power, um very little of the neurological factors of of crossfit so you you guys know obviously who glassman was even though he's gone mm-hmm. now yeah um he one of the first things he did in order to create this brand of crossfit this brand crossfit was define fitness and he defined it in three different ways one of the ways was by identifying 10 components mm-hmm. this is probably common knowledge to you guys because you're you've drunk from the kool-aid Um, so he he identified four physiological factors flexibility um, strength Uh, why can't I remember them now I mean no I'm talking about them Um, (laughs) but also four neurological and then two which are a mixture of both Mm -hmm. right okay speed and power the four neurological accuracy balance coordination and uh Where's that gone? Accuracy, balance, coordination, agility. Mm-hmm. Um, with strength, you can work on strength by doing things like squats, mm-hmm. curls, pull-ups, and you will see gains week, yeah. week to week. See gains, um, even though to build good strength it takes time, it takes years. Um, you can do a six-week squat program, and by the end of it, see gains. Yeah, you see results. Yeah, you'll see results and therefore be more and more encouraged to do it again, do it, do it heavier, do it stronger, so on and so on. Um, with the neurological uh, components of fitness, you don't see gains. Mm-hmm. What you do is repeat and repeat and repeat a movement pattern until you don't have to think about it. And that takes a good long while. And then one day it'll just click and you've got it mm-hmm. but between not being able to do it and it just clicking and you've got it there is no indication of whether you're getting better yeah, yeah. i could 100 percent relate to that and um, that yeah, is too. why gymnastics within crossfit is the most frustrating thing because yeah. people are so used to going to the gym doing some strength and seeing some progressive games. yeah yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah 100 percent agree and um, it's like double unders is a good example as well isn't it you, you're like example. Mm-hmm. Now, oh, yeah. I, just I, in. yeah, and when I first started doing it, all I was thinking about was right, jump and whip that rope. And then you're thinking, like, Christ, I'm not jumping quick enough. Then all of a sudden, you stumble. Whereas, whereas now, I just I just pick a spot on the wall in front of me, just look at that, and bang, away you go. And you don't even think about it. Um, gymnastics, being on the other hand, all I'm doing is thinking about got to get those toes to the bar, got to get those toes to the bar. So I'm going through that sort of journey now of doing it every single day to just keep practicing and practicing and practicing. But yeah, because I'm thinking about it, that's when you stop being able to do it because you spend so much of your energy thinking about, oh, this is what you should be doing rather than when it just comes naturally, you just, you just do it. Don't you? Exactly. Yeah. yeah. And it's, it's that coordination. Cause like, like you say, with the double unders there, um, first of all, you were struggling, but then at one point you were just like, bam, now I'm just looking at the wall and, and doing it without thinking. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and it's, it's interesting how much of a part coordination plays in certain movements. So when you start to add coordination to weightlifting, 
if you look at what kind of like weightlifting movement is the most uh, requires the most coordination, it's a snatch. Yeah, yeah, and the doubt, weight yeah. movement most people struggle with snatch, snatch. Yeah, so coordination plays such a big part in in a lot of what you do. Um, the the toes the bar. Like I'll give you a good example of this. Like within gymnastics, yes, there's a strength element to every single movement. Mm-hmm. Some require more, some require a bit less. Toes to bar, for example, you, you do need a strong core. So if you put me and um, James, you know Taylor, yeah, the guy's ripped, yeah. Um, if you put me and him on a GHD next to each other and said both of you do GHD sit-ups at the same pace until your core gives out, mm. he'd probably go twice as long as I go. Really? Yeah. But if you then put us on a bar mm. and mm-hmm. said both of you do toes to bar until you can't do any more, he'd give out way before I give out. I'd probably really? end up doing what I did, yeah. And like to add to make it worse for your woes of learning toes to bar my grip would give out before my abs mm. well. <clears throat> and it's only because of the coordination of like one of the things in gymnastics is the creation of momentum but then the, mon- the manipulation of momentum mm-hmm. so I, I know when to like add to the kick yeah i got you with the you so you must be so efficient with them i guess then yeah. Obviously, that's that's yeah. the key. Is You're it? using you hardly any of your abs, using your momentum rather than your muscles. That's where your grip exactly goes. Yeah. yeah. And whenever, oh. like, yes, you should do strict of toes to bar first. Mm-hmm. But while you're doing that, I would also have someone practice kipping and, and lifting their legs and feeling where that that hollow turns to, sorry, that arch turns to a hollow and you can add power. Mm. And then with that, momentum that you've created by adding that power when to kind of like stop your hips but let your feet rise yeah yeah and then when to add to that with a lap pull down mm. and if you get that spot on they just look effortless awesome so like you clearly got a lot of um gymnastics knowledge as you, as you would for doing it for that long so at what point like um in your sort of crossfits well, at what point in your time in CrossFit did you really want to start making this more of like a career? So you're you're a coach. Um, I know you aspire to want to open your own box in, in yeah. As well, when in the future or whenever. But at what point did you start to think, okay, I love this sport. I'm damn good at gymnastics. I want to start teaching and helping and actually create a business from this. It was after about a year. Um, so when I first started doing CrossFit, um, I absolutely loved how much it battered me, yeah. um, <laughs> which is a weird thing. Like we've all been that's we've the, that's the addictive side of it, though, isn't it? Um, but then what, what like really brought it home for me was, you know, when you wake up the next day and you ache, mm. I hadn't felt that since gymnastics. Yeah. Don't get me wrong. You're tired after a game of football, especially when you give it your all, but you don't, you don't have doms. You know, so like, yeah, yeah. Um, and, and this gave me doms like I used to have when I did gymnastics. And I was like, this is what's been missing. So after about a year of training for myself um, to just basically prolong my football career, um, I kind of like really love it. Like I enjoyed it. I enjoyed the training. I thought it was brilliant. But then I started looking at the philosophy of it and uh-huh. why it was created and 
why does it work? And then I started to realize it's functional. It doesn't matter who does it, it'll work as long as they stick to it. Mm-hmm. Um, but then I was like, obviously because I could do the gymnastics, people just started asking me like, Actually, oh, I see. yeah, for this. I, I remember there was one um, open, it was one of my first opens. Um, I've got a story about my first open, actually. We'll come back to that. So yeah. it was probably my second open because uh, I joined right on one of the first opens. So it was my second open. They changed the handstand push-up um, standards. Mm-hmm. And it was like a, a measurement from here to here, half that, above your head, blah, blah, blah. And people were really struggling at the top, and I didn't miss one. And it was because nobody basically held a straight line when you're up in the handstand. Mm. Um, and they didn't know about this in a handstand. Um, so yeah, people were asking me like, what can I do? And I was just, I was just saying what I would do. Um, and then I started realizing I can help people. Yeah. I can actually help people here. Um, and I also separately, I like at the time I was coaching, uh, it must've been about under nines then under nines football team. And I've always enjoyed coaching, always enjoyed coaching. So I just kind of like married the two together. And found out that I absolutely love it. <laughs> I've always liked helping people. I've always liked coaching. And then there was this, like you say, this this bit of knowledge that I have from gymnastics mm. that I've never really used before. That was still there in me somewhere. And just started helping people with gymnastics. And that then turned into gymnastics classes. And that then turned into coaching at Pennebont for a time. And then Lantrissant. Oh, wow. And, uh, yeah, it just it all snowballed from there, sort of thing, man. Yeah, that's good. So, so what's the the plan for your for your gym? Are you you gonna go and do that, or yeah? So it's the, awesome. the dream, the dream, so to put it, is to open my own gym one day. It'll be mm-hmm. functional based CrossFit. Yeah. Um, I'd like to start small and mm-hmm. then build, rather than just try and open some giant gym and everyone come to yeah, me. Yeah, like, yeah. Um. I, I, I'm going to base it as much as I can around community more than anything else. Um, on my travels of, of CrossFit, going, going from a few gyms, sorry, going to a few gyms, um, I found the most important thing is community. 100%. Most yeah. important thing is community. So yeah, at the moment, I'm trying to build up a bit of an online community. Okay. Um, I'm doing kind of like three sessions for people that either can't make the gym, don't want to go to a gym, Mm-hmm. or for some reason you can't get to a gym um, or you just want to do home workouts you know you'd rather mm-hmm. no one see what you're doing mm-hmm. and you know whatever the reason is um so i do programming that is uh three workouts a week with either just a dumbbell or just a kettlebell okay um, and i'm charging minimal minimal amounts just to get a good membership and a good community um throughout the summer we then met up and like I took him a pen van, we went to the waterfalls, like we did some community stuff. Yeah. Uh, and then hopefully, if I do open a gym, they join. I'm sure they will. It's yeah. called, uh, was it called Vail Community Fitness, Mark? Vail Community Fitness. Yeah, you want to give that a shout out, wouldn't you? Do a bit of advertising awesome. on the pod. Thank you very much. It's free. <laughs> it's free. You don't, you don't charge for it. <laughs> 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 no, that's awesome, mate. And I, I, seriously hope you, you get that and um you know you've got a lot of knowledge and yeah we'll definitely be down for a session if if you do um nice. yeah. 
Yeah, I, I can, yeah, I can speak from uh, experience. Uh, Mark, obviously, I started CrossFit, so you, you, you were there for the start of my CrossFit journey. I think I probably did it a couple of months before you joined um, CrossFit Lantrisson, as it was then. And uh, yeah, you can really see you've got a, a real big passion for coaching and uh, always very willing to help out. And uh, I always felt like you're always there, always happy, happy to help out. And yeah, you know, your advice was 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 fantastic as well, and I I was I enjoyed being coached by you. To be fair, and I think other members did as well at the time. Um, You're very welcome, mate. And yeah, so it's in the job description. Coach yeah. me, help out. You know. Yeah. So uh, I'll never. If anybody asks for my help, I would never turn it down. And uh, I, I think uh, the one thing it was as well, my squatting was horrendous because. Uh, throughout my, you know, it's like when you're bodybuilding, legs, you know, you just don't do it. <laughs> leg, leg, Neglectors, but no, you're all right. So my squat, it was dreadful. And from, I think you actually said to me, play football. I said, yeah, all my life. You're like, yeah, you, you've got no ankle mobility. I think uh, it was at ankles, the time. Yeah. And uh, at, at fair play, you, you've really set, you really sorted my squats right out at the time. And yeah, so I got you, got, I got you to thank for that. For, for set, set me on the right journey to squat properly. Well, there we go. Thanks, so, yeah. Appreciate what, that. Uh, what advice, Mark, would you give? Um, I, I know we've got a, a few listeners who are already in the CrossFit sort of uh, community and, and fitness, but also we've got a few who, who actually don't do anything. And um, part of creating this show is to try and help and um, help those people and get them to understand that yeah it's scary as fuck to walk into a, a crossfit gym especially because it's so intimidating but it's for everyone like what advice would you give someone who's sort of never trained or maybe used to train and hasn't done for the past i don't know 10 years and is out of shape and is wanting to get back into that what, what would what would you really give them in terms of advice of in a CrossFit space, like what, what would you sort of encourage them to do? Do you mean to get them in the gym or when they're in the gym? All right, both. Just, just yeah, get them in the gym, get them there first, and then what it would sort of look like from your perspective of you got the guys there doing rope climbs and all that. Like I remember when I first into, walked into the CrossFit gym, I was like petrified, and you know, I I've been to gyms, I've lifted weights and all that sort of stuff, but coming into there, it was so alien to me because it was like okay, these guys are like climbing ropes, they're throwing weights around, they're then doing burpees, they're jumping on boxes, and then next one they're doing like muscle-ups. It's like, what the fuck is going on here? Like, this is nuts. <laughs> <laughs> but like, it is, it, it is scary. You see people coming in, like going white, going, oh my God, I can't do any of this. But my realization was, you don't, you don't go straight to that. You start at the bottom and you build. So like, yeah. what that journey looks like. So I guess like, from your perspective as, as a coach and hopefully a future boxer and uh, getting that person to A, get there first and take the, the plunge, as I call it, to, to walk through the door. And then what sort of that program will look like to getting you from, I don't do much movements to, okay, I'm going to get my first pull-up, for example. What, what does that sort of look like? Okay, so we'll, we'll attack this in, in two parts. Like yeah, sorry, mate. <laughs> first of all, getting them into the gym. Yeah. Um, so. Uh, I'm lucky in the way that um, I enjoy trying new things. So when mm-hmm. I saw what was going on in the CrossFit box, well, when my, well, there we go. When my friend asked for help, I immediately said yes. And when I saw what was going on in CrossFit box, I'd never done it before. Mm-hmm. They were chucking big weights around. They were doing these funny pull-up things. 
Um, <laughs> they were doing burpees, which I know from experience suck. Yeah. Um, but I was like, I want to go with that. Mm. Um, so I'm lucky in that way, but I know people aren't. Mm. So what I would say is, um, if you are looking to get yourself fit, okay, um, if you don't want to trust my word that the programming works because it's functional fitness, it's, it's what your body was built to do, um, then do yourself a bit of research. Mm. Um, you may find that you enjoy something else. You know, you may find you enjoy kayaking. Yeah. Go, and, go and join a kayak club. Anything that gets you active, you know. But if it's CrossFit you're settled on and you're a bit intimidated, okay, this would probably be my best advice, especially if you're in somewhere like Cardiff. It's a little bit different with places like um, like Lantrisson or Barry or Bridgend because there's like one gym per town. Mm. Um, but if you're lucky to be in somewhere like Cardiff, Birmingham, London, Go and book yourself a free, because they all offer free tasters. Yeah. Go and book yourself a free taster for, say, four or five weeks straight in all of them, all of them around you, and see which one you feel the most welcome in. Because mm-hmm. there'll be one. Mm-hmm. Yeah. There'll be one where you, you feel quite intimidated because everybody's got their tops off, they're smashing massive weights. Um, they're, they're competitive and therefore they, you know, they may not have time for you. Yeah. But then you have one whereby, you walk in, you tell someone your name, and they always call you by your name. They don't mm. say mates, they don't say bro. They they say, "Hey James, how's it going? How's it going? Mm. Hey Cal, how are you doing today? Yeah, yeah. Oh, thanks for coming in, Cal. You know, um, we'll tell you a bit about ourselves, and they will they will make you feel welcome. So that's what I say to get them in there is find the one mm-hmm. where you feel comfortable. Because mm-hmm. even though we like we we know we've drunk from the Kool Aid, eventually you'll feel comfortable in all of them. Yeah. Um, unless there's you know, some crazy people in there. Uh, eventually, you will feel comfortable in all of them, but find that one that initially takes the edge away from your anxiety mm-hmm. when you're in there. Um, it's probably the same advice I'd offer everyone anyway. Learn the basics. Um, one of the beautiful things about CrossFit, one of the things I love about it, and one of the things that keeps people hooked is every single movement has levels to it. Yeah, And I, I don't call them levels, I call them traps because they trap you. <laughs> they keep you trapped in CrossFit so that you don't want to go anywhere else. Mm-hmm. And what I mean by this is handstand push-ups, okay? Very big, scary movement for a lot of people. Um, in many ways, strength, people just generally who haven't been upside down before really don't like it. But if we regress the movement of a handstand push-up back to its basic, you're doing a push-up on your knees. Mm-hmm. or like the official CrossFit way, you're doing sh- strict shoulders with overhead with very, very light dumbbells. Yeah. And everyone can do that. And that's the beauty of it. Because yeah, yeah, then yeah. if you progress it, so I'm now going from uh, not being able or hardly being able to do push-ups on my knees. So whenever there's push-ups in a wad, I'm doing five. I'm scaling it down to five and then moving on to the next movement, five on my knees. Um, fast forward two months, I've gone to 10. Mm. I've seen gains. This is amazing. I'm, I'm loving what I'm doing because I can mm. see myself progressing. Fast forward another two, three months, you're now doing push-ups with a straight body, with straight legs. Mm-hmm. You've just gone up a level. You're trapped. The trap's got you. You're hooked. You're hooked. Mm. Um, you fast forward it then to the, your feet are on a box. Mm-hmm. You're almost upside down. Mm-hmm. Look how much progress you've made. You're trapped. They've got you. 
as soon as you're there, you want to get handstand push-ups. Yeah, but right. Um, but that's that's what's so beautiful about it is every single movement. Take away the gymnastics. Let's look at barbell. You start with a PVC pipe. Yeah. Mm-hmm. After a few weeks, you've learned the movement pattern. You're doing it with a barbell. You're doing it with 20 kilos if you're a guy. Mm-hmm. Yeah, now, which is a lot. I, when I walked into a, into the CrossFit gym, I never touched a barbell in my life. Mm-hmm. Obviously, I had a, like because I'm quite active in NX gymnast. I had a bit of strength, so I could then mm-hmm. start doing, what doing. But for the people that couldn't. To go from a from a PVC pipe to an empty barbell is a big thing, because mm-hmm. now you're playing with the big boys. Mm-hmm. You're one of you're one of them. <laughs> you're trapped. Yeah, it's, that's what I love about it as well. Like it's anyone can do it. Doesn't yeah. matter. Like, and I think a great. Um, I think I sent it to you, James, and it's a there's a documentary. Uh, CrossFit.com put it on. Killing the Fat Man. I don't know if you've seen it, Mark. Um, I think I might have. Yeah, it's this this uh, regular regular guy. He's like a videographer, but massively overweight. Like openly admits, like I hate fitness, and it's a whole documentary about him getting into CrossFit, and then like the transformation he goes through is insane. Like the amount of like weight he loses, and he's, he becomes obsessed. But it talks, it shows you his journey about when he first walks into the gym when he can't even do a pull up, and then like you said, Mark, about all the progressions and everything's scalable this guy has never done an exercise in his life and then he did his first board first workout and yeah it's just that's what gets you hooked because it doesn't matter what you do where you come from anyone can do it and then you just keep progressing and progressing and progressing that's what keeps me hooked anyway it's like it's, it's an addiction yeah traps you because you constantly want to get to the next level and better yourself and then when you start throwing in like you know scores and times that just makes you even worse because then it's like oh god i gotta beat that time and beat that score so yeah yes walking out walking out of the gym every 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 time you walk out after a crossfit session it's knowing that you've got that little bit better mm. and you've improved on something and you've just bettered yourself i feel like i better myself every single day when i come out of the gym do you know what i mean yeah. Completely yeah. and that's crossfit for you yeah that's it is yeah Completely. And even as good as you are, Mark, which obviously you're a very good CrossFitter, I bet it's the same for you. I bet you feel like you're getting a little bit better every time you, you come out of that gym. You've improved. Absolutely. You know, um, and like the one percent year or the one percent there. Yeah, where, where you say you say to me there that you think I'm a good CrossFitter. Yeah. Um, like I think that's brilliant that you think that. Like I personally, I don't think I am. But then there are there are guys and girls who I think are good CrossFitters and it's like the same thing, you know? Yeah. Mm-hmm. There, there's always some way where you could be better. So myself, yeah, personally, right. cardio. Mm-hmm. I hate running. Mm-hmm. Never liked it. When I say running, I was fine playing football because it's short sprints here, there and everywhere. Yeah. Um, and I found I, I can recover quite quick from short sprints. As soon as you ask me to jog for more than five minutes, that's not for me. I, that's yeah. not my idea. Go and do a 5k. I'm like, oh, fuck that. Right. Yeah. It's not for me. The most I'd ever <laughs> run before CrossFit was three miles, and that was only because football training made me. Yeah, yeah. I literally cannot stand long distance running. Everything hurts. Yeah, yeah. Um, so I know I need to improve there. My barbell still needs to improve. Um, there's there's lots of things. Like weirdly for me now, after uh, COVID, my ring muscle ups have disappeared. Oh wow. no way! Yeah, I, I can I can jump on a ring on the rings fresh. I could get five to seven out. As soon as I'm fatigued, zero. Wow, that's crazy, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. It's, it's, 
bizarre. Again, but yeah, so... there, there's, there's always something to work on. There's mm. always something you can level up on. And as soon as you level up on said movement, you're hooked. Yeah, mm. quite right. Yeah. yeah. And, and like you said there, Carl, as soon as you start adding times and scores to it <laughs> and making it competitive. The whole nother level. Yeah, they've got you. <laughs> yeah, absolutely right. It's awesome. I love it. And uh, yeah, CrossFit's life. Yeah. Oh, yeah. So on that, let's go on to uh, Word of the Week because we like talking about uh, our favourite words of the week. So, James, let's start off with you, mate. What was your Word of the Week this week? Right. So, my we didn't do a jingle. Week. Do your jingle. Yeah. Word of the Week. Word of the Week. <laughs> you still haven't done it, Carl. No, I know. Damn it. I think the audience want it. They want, they want a jingle. Really? Um, <laughs> so, the Word of the Week for me was, I think it was yesterday, it was. Uh, barbell is macho man which for the people who don't know is three power cleans into three front squats into three push jerks now i don't know if that's sort of the it's a benchmark it's one of the uh, the many benchmark workouts i don't know if it's supposed to be like five rounds for time or something usually it's in the it's com train kind of like um it's com train benchmark Right, okay. So you, you, just, you usually stick in variations, didn't you? It's horrible. But it's horrible. It, horrible, it, horrible, sucks. Thing. it sucks because I find the power cleans are okay, but then by the time you do the front squats, you come out with that third front squat, your legs are wobbling a little bit, and then you've got to also use your legs in for the jerks, and yeah, it gets real tough. But it was like an ascending uh, ascending rounds with... 50 double unders in between each round. So it was like one round of Macho Man, 50 double unders, um, two rounds of Macho Man, uh, 50 double unders, three, all the way up to five. Uh, yeah, so it was good fun. It was it was a bit of a uh, blower. There's a lot of staying at the bar, got to be honest, and willing to, willing to move. Staring into the abyss. Like. <laughs> yeah, there was a lot of that going on. Um, but yeah, it was just good fun. I, I quite like I quite like uh, the barber movements. So um, my double unders are coming on. Leaps and bounds now as well. So, issue I was going to ask, yeah, how, how do you find the double unders? Because I can tell you now, if I did that workout, most of the time wouldn't be spent looking at the bar. Most of the time, it'd be folded over after ten double unders for me. Oh yeah. no way! Yeah. No, I, I did the first unbroken, but after that, it was sort of tripping and doing two and three sets. Then, especially so, with those squats, like your legs are getting gassed. Yeah. Yeah. And then you chuck in double unders if they get no break at all. I found the double unders was a nice welcome break away from the barbell, though, especially when you're in your sort of round four and round, you know, your yeah. round three and round four. It's like just nice to look at the skipping rope instead of the barbell for a minute. <laughs> as, as some people would uh, say, the double unders are the rest. Like, yeah. yeah. And they fuck. Yeah, and yeah. they fuck. <laughs> I don't talk to them. So, yeah, I, I, I enjoyed that one. That was good fun. Awesome. So, mine, um, so like it's been. So start a new cycle this week with chairs to you. So we're back on strength, which is cool. Um, so there's nothing too crazy. It's more sort of um, maintaining your sort of um, conditioning level and just, just keep ticking it over before we start ramping up the intensity. So it was a 25-minute AMRAP of a 40-meter farmer's carry. So dual, dual kettlebells at 24K. Uh, and then 15 cal on the assault bike, 12 box jump overs, 15 car row, uh, 40 meter dumbbell front rack carry, and then 15 cal ski. So just nice and steady, but um, 25 minutes, it was just, it got sweaty. No, um, and then rest five minutes, then it was just 15 minutes, 
all out go. So 60 seconds on a row, 60 seconds on a ski, 60 seconds on a assault bike, just, just hammer it for 15 minutes. So I was pretty trashed after. I think I sent you my uh, whoop data, didn't I, James? I burnt like 800 yeah. calories or something. <laughs> Insane yeah, like yeah. that. Is this yeah. JST? Yeah, yeah. yeah. This sounds JST. Volume, <laughs> volume, volume. Um, yeah. I think yeah, the, the crazy com- volume, ah, isn't it, JST? The commentary on, on the bottom is, this is just easy pennies in the bank to finish off the season. It's like, fuck me. Like, <laughs> this is just nuts. Yeah. All right, Steve, yeah. Yeah, I mean, you're crazy, man. But uh, yeah, I really enjoyed it, considering you know I've had a few a few tough weeks in the gym where I just haven't felt a hundred percent. Yeah, I felt good going back into that, and especially getting on the old assault bike and hammering that for mm. for fifteen minutes uh, hurt like fuck. But um, <laughs> you know, it's just nice to blow the cobwebs out sometimes, isn't it? Yeah. Just, just how were your legs after that one? Wrecked. <laughs> because and that was Tuesday, so on the Monday we did um, uh, squatting, which was great. So yeah. Monday was back squats um, and also assault bike intervals. <laughs> so four sets. Of, <laughs> I remember you telling me that. Yeah. Four sets of sixty what seconds max effort. I was like, "Fuck me!" There's two days in a row on assault bike. Yeah. So yeah, my legs were trashed to the point where I thought I'll book my rest day today rather than tomorrow. So I'll go, I'll go in because I was just knackered. Like my, my legs yeah. are in bits. Um, so front squats tomorrow now. So uh, but yeah, that was my word of the week. What about you, Mark? Okay, um, word of the week. I'm gonna go back. Not not the Sunday just gone, but the Sunday before. So almost a week. Um, and a little bit of background. So it it was one of the wads from the mash. So it's not the whole thing. It was actually the last one. The okay. mash. Um, there's there's two guys well the guy that owns the gym Brad um, just to give you kind of like a an idea of his fitness level um, number one he trains with a guy uh, regularly called uh, Alex Imbert now Alex Imbert qualified for SID individual finals and competed against Matt Fraser wow so they cool. they when they train, they compete against each other. And, you know, yeah, Alex wins quite a few, but Brad wins some against Alex, mm-hmm. you know, mm-hmm. uh, even though we don't compete against each other. But yeah. No, no. <laughs> um, so yeah, like Brad regularly beats Alex in Watts. That, that's the fitness level of this guy. And then just to reiterate that, those two did Sid Inferno that you guys did. Yeah. 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 And they come second. Yeah. Oh, that's right. Yeah. Just to, yeah. Know, yeah. yeah. yeah so these, these guys are fit. Hmm. They're, they're minimum regional level fit. So minimum semi-final level fit. Mm. You know, they may make the games. I wouldn't say they'd go and win it, mm. but... They've got the they, potential they, to get there. Like. You know, yeah, they've got the potential to get there. So along comes this third wad of, of, the, of the, the day last Sunday. And it was 30-20-10. Toes to bar, press-ups. After every round... So after you do your 30 toes bar, 30 press-ups, 50-foot handstand walk. Oh, cool. 20, 20, 50-foot, 10, 10, 50-foot. Now, when I say I've never beaten Brad in the wad, let me tell you, I've never, ever, ever beaten Brad in the wad. In anything. At all. <laughs> but I beat him in this one. Yeah, yeah. two great movements for you there, Mark. heard the end of it. <laughs> <laughs> and he never will hear the end of it. Uh, it's on the podcast as well, huh? Yeah, it's exactly. on the podcast. 
yeah, if um, there's ever a wheelhouse one for you, Toaster Bar and Handstand Walk is one of them. Exactly, yeah. And I, I think even with that, I think I'll beat him by about five seconds, if that. Mm. But I don't care, I'm taking it. Yeah, yeah. Wins a win, mate. Wins a win. I put it on a story immediately. Yeah. Tagged him. <laughs> yeah. That's, <laughs> awesome. That's a great achievement, Brad. that, Mark. Fair play. Rotary in your calendar, on your phone, like everything, mate. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Today was the day. It's always great when you beat the co- when you beat the coach. I mean, uh, whenever I beat Rachel in a in a ward, I always message her. <laughs> always <laughs> just drop it in there, like. <laughs> oh, always message her. I always give it a stick, like. Uh, you got over new. You got over that man. Make it all worthwhile, especially Rachel, because she, she gets real wound up as well. Comes up yeah. with all the excuses. <laughs> yeah, 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 exactly. <laughs> oh, I love it. Yeah, yeah so crack, yeah, my was of the week. Um, thirty, twenty, ten. Toes the bar, press ups, fifty foot handstand walk after each uh, thirty twenty ten. Sounds nasty, man. All oh, right, awesome. <laughs> yes, it's awesome. <laughs> Best workout in the world <laughs> yeah. ever. So uh, yeah. let's go into uh, some guest trivia then. Okay, so uh, we're gonna ask you some questions now. So uh, my uh, my first one to you: Echo bike or assault bike? Ah, good question. Um, I feel like you can rag an assault bike more. So if 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 it was a competition, I would say assault bike. Just because it, it, it they feel less sturdy, so you feel. Yeah, like hard. I have to. I have to agree. I think for 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 our guests who don't know, so the assault bike was up first, wasn't it? That was like your yeah. sort of. Yeah, disgust- the echo rag is quite a new one, isn't it? Yeah, new- the disgusting thing everyone hates in the gym, and then mm. Rogue brought out this thing called an echo bike, which is just ten times worse. Even worse, I think. Yeah, I think from. I think the good thing about the assault bike is you can hear it as well. It like you can mm. hear it yeah. revving up, and that just gets you going even more. Whereas an assault bike. Uh, the echo bike it's just like nothing yeah, it's like, so quiet it's so quiet and, and you hammer it and it's like um, I've already done two cows <laughs> yeah you've like really got to get it going haven't you um, yeah, yeah and I really miss hammering the assault bike and jumping off the back as well yeah, and watching that yeah. watching the cows take over that's something that you can't do that on the echo bike it's dead stop and yeah, yeah, as soon yeah. as you start slowing down on an echo bike you're fucked yeah because it just saps your energy like so yeah, um, I think on that one as well. I pick a salt bike all day long. I think yeah. in a comp, just because it's just yeah, you just rag the shit out of it. Probably yeah. from a fitness point of view, echo bike is probably a little bit better. But um, yeah, I'd rather, I'd rather if I had the choice, I'd pick the salt bike all day. Yeah, probably train on it on an echo bike. Yeah, yeah. absolutely. Right, yeah, <laughs> the dark place we like to go in is that a little bit darker on an echo bike than oh, a salt bike. Oh, it's yeah. not good. I remember when I did my. Uh, the rogue challenge, the fifty cal challenge on the echo bike, Ugh. killed me off to the point where like I was still coughing like three hours later, <laughs> like yeah. horrendous. Fran, Fran lung from an assault bike. <laughs> oh, I mean, it's it's just <laughs> hell, pure hell. Yeah, uh, that, that doesn't even sound good. That doesn't even sound like a good workout. Fifty cal not, on assault. Because you're gonna. It. Yeah, yeah, you yeah. have to. Yeah, it was for time. No, yeah. So, no, nobody uh, thinks uh, what I'll do is I'll pace the first time. Uh, Everybody gets on it and sends it when you say yeah. and just hang, hang on below. Yeah, and then that hanging on is the worst ever. Mm. <laughs> yeah. It's just it is, isn't it? And you can't slow down because if as soon as you start slowing down, you can't get it back up to to the RPM. So you just you screwed. Yeah, I think I think be it, as far as like horrendous places to be mentally in CrossFit, being stuck on an assault bike or an echo bike 
with sort of 10, 20 cows to go in a workout, or maybe there's another three rounds to go afterwards. Yeah. I don't think there's any many worse places to be, is it? I think when, yeah. when your head's down, you're, you're hunched over. And you're just you think you've done like 20 cows and you've done five, and you're like, yeah. oh, I've got to do 30 to move on to the next one. Yeah. I, I, I completely agree there, James. Like, that's the not biggest many... mental battle you'll have, isn't it? It is, isn't it? It's, it's got to be the top three, isn't it? I think. Yeah. And you know you're in trouble when this, you know, the head. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah. Because <laughs> there's nowhere to go either. Is it? Say you 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 gassed on a, on a barbell or, or on a rig, you can just step a step away and get a breath. When you're on your salt bike, there's no stopping, is it? You're there. You just got to create it out and get on with it. You don't jump off on a salt bike, do you? And have a breather. No. So, right. and, and even with that, know? even with that, you you do a row. You can do the pull. You can yeah. stop for a second. You can breathe. Exactly. Yeah. That exactly. Salt bike, you've got nowhere to go. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> nowhere to hide you're on it that's it uh, yeah all right uh next one if you could uh only pick one song to listen to for the rest of your life what would it be oh for the rest of my life yeah just like one song oh i don't know about that you get fed um, up with that one now yeah real quick that's be a good song isn't it? yeah that's a, that's like, a good we, question I, I, wait, let's, I, let's let's flip it then maybe an artist let's 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 go for like uh one artist what about this then if you could pick one song to work out to. Oh, yeah. Oh, to WOD to. Okay, WOD to. Let's go. Um, I feel like it'd be one of two, and it'd, it'd depend what I was doing. Mm. Depend what I was doing. So it would be either be Foo Fighters and um, All My Life. Yeah, great. Which is dad rock. I'm, I'm not listening to that. That's, I don't need that negative. Dad rock. Um, <laughs> or it would be... Uh, let me just. It's, the song's called "What's Up, Danger." It was on the Spider-Man Into the Multiverse soundtrack. Um, let me just get the artist for you. Uh, the artist is Blackway. Okay. Yeah. And the song is called "What's Up, Danger." What's up, Danger? Downloading it now. <laughs> <laughs> that Alison, one, I Alison, that's one. It is like a bridge towards the end. Yeah. If you don't goose, goosebumps from that. Yeah. It, what was the artist again? Uh, Blackway. Yeah, I got word. it. Yeah. It's like she's playing. That's the playing one. Yeah, okay. I'm, I'm adding that to my library for tomorrow morning. There you go. Go for it. Awesome. Yeah, I think... that one or Foo Fighters all my life or The Pretender. Either one of yeah. those two. Yeah, it's both, both class songs. Both class yeah. songs. All right. Uh, okay, staying on the theme of music then. So um, if you had one a choice to see one artist... Uh, so Freddie Mercury, Jimi Hendrix, or Michael Jackson, who would it be? Michael Jackson, without hesitation. Uh, yeah, I think I would as well. What about you, James? Freddie Mercury for me. Oh, I, uh, I love big, I'm yeah, big, he's class, big Queen fan. I think he's he's the greatest frontman that's ever lived. It's opinion. a tough one, isn't it? Like, mm. Jimi Hendrix, yeah, uh, not so much for me, but like. Michael Jackson class, but Freddie Mercury awesome as well. Like. Yeah, Freddie. Freddie's more more of a rocker, you know. I'm more into rock music and pop music, so I don't yeah. have to go on a Freddie. Don't get me wrong, Michael Jackson, yeah, absolute legend, and uh, what he did for music was was generational and it was unbelievable and never be repeated. But yeah, Freddie for me. Right. Love to have gone to see Queen. Oh, I mean, mate, yeah, absolutely awesome, wasn't it? Well, I'd love to see uh, Michael with Jackson, Michael Jackson well. though, Carl. Yeah. Young or old? Young, young to teenager or older? I think uh, the oldest, older versions. Who you get more of is yeah. more of his. Oh, the older version. 
No, you know, I mean, like the later on in his career, where you, so you get all the hits rather than just his early days when not all of his mm. hits are out, sort of thing. So if oh, you're gonna go, if you're gonna go see him, you want to see it all, wouldn't you? Yeah, but for me though, it'll probably be from Jackson Five to. Oh really? Well, kind so of the, uh, the Billy Jean album. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Class, awesome yeah. songs. Bloody MJ, legend. All right, um, James, you got you got some. Trivial questions, haven't you? Do you want to ask? Uh, yes. Have I? <laughs> Do you okay. Well, this is one of James's questions. I'll just say because I wrote it down. Cool. So, yeah. What was your? What's your favorite CrossFit Games moment? Oh yeah, yeah. Sorry. Yeah. Um, it's past your bedtime, James. Isn't it? Yeah, it's getting late now. <laughs> I would say Fraser because mm. he's my favorite athlete. Um. Making the the it's like 180 kilo clean. Uh, in 2019. Yeah, and he's yeah just, when he was on the ropes. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Him and uh, yeah, Pancho. He was coming back. Yeah, you're right because he was in he was in a blue t-shirt, so he wasn't in the leader jersey. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's class. Yeah. And he nailed it, and you can just see the relief in his face. Yeah, he smashed yeah. that clean. That was that was epic. That was. I think me and James spoke about this in the week because we were like, this would be a good good one to to ask and we were sort of going back and forth like for me um like there's so many but one that stands up for me is when uh josh bridges won with in i think it was 2016 like just dusted the floor like just wiped everyone out with birth um and for anyone who hasn't done birth it's a savage workout um Hmm. so it's a one mile run um 100 pull-ups 200 press-ups 300 day squats i want to say yeah, yeah. It, isn't it? Yeah, then a one mile run to finish. So, uh, so once a year thing. Perfect. I really enjoyed it when I did it because it's like, what are you doing it for? But yeah, Josh Bridges just comes in and just dusts the field, ex Navy SEAL. Um, yeah, loved it. And his, his uh, celebrations when he wins is just class. Like, so yeah, you could see the passion. Yeah, God, yeah. What about you, James? I, again, I I enjoyed Matt Fraser in the, I think it was his where the fourth his fourth win when in Fibonacci, when he completed the minimum work requirement. So he was only halfway through the workout, but he all he had to do to win the games was to complete the minimum work requirement. And you could just see him, normally a very serious guy in competition, just look up at the crowd and soak it all in and smile and just like yeah. I've won, and, uh, and, and yeah, I just felt that moment was really a real cool moment. He just sort of felt like he, he shared that with the crowd, and then he went on to to absolutely smash over in a, in, a, in a particular workout as well. So yeah, that was one of my that was one of my favorite moments. Because like you said, we all love Fraser, don't we? Yeah, I've got another favorite Fraser moment, but it's not competing. He, um, have you seen the fittest? Yeah. Document the fittest yes. I think it was in that one. I don't think it was in Redeemed and Dominant. He's telling the story of how when he was swimming and a girl, after finishing the event, told him somebody grabbed her ankle and pulled uh, her back. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then later on, a guy told him, man, that swim was crazy. At one point, I just grabbed an ankle. And like a... back. He knows who they, who they both are, <laughs> but he won't say. <laughs> yeah, that's right, yeah. Yeah, yeah it's class. I think um, another one of his phrases are like, it's like, I think it's in a fitness. He's like, if I'm signing up, you're fucked. <laughs> <laughs> yeah it's just class though because he's he just awesome money yeah i'm just signing up everything everything he says is just it rolls off his tongue doesn't he? he's so cool and every yeah every, 
everything he says that comes out of his mouth, it just makes sense. And it's, uh, it's sort of, pussy gives you goosebumps. And he's just such yeah. a cool he's dude. A top, like top trash talker. Absolutely. Yeah. 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 But highly, like, highly re- intelligent, man. Really cool yeah. about it as well. Not like an insult. And he's just like, yeah, no matter. That's, yeah. that's, that's what we're going to do. We're going to go. He, just, he just comes across in them documentaries as just such a, so well, doesn't he? You know, doesn't try to be anyone he's not. He's just, he's just him. And that's yep. him. And he just comes across as fantastic. And he really is the poster boy in all that I've, doc, I've said after about his, maybe his third win, because um, obviously after that, he was just dominating everything. Um, the, the man, when he dies, needs to donate his body to science. Yeah. Yeah. He's not winning by coming, you know, fifth, eighth, tenth. He's dominating, man. He's, he's winning more events than he, than he doesn't. Mm. And yeah. he got better every year, which is just crazy. Like he just pushing the needle. Like he's I, I, I wish he just did one more year because I thought the programming in the last games was fantastic, and and I think mm. I had no doubt he would have won it. But it would have been interesting to see him take on that test of last year. To be honest, I would love to yeah. have seen that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. would he would so one. You would have smashed it. I think absolutely blown around the water. But um, it was good to see Madeiros win as well. I think he's the new. He's the new kid on town. I saw I still like Pat Val now, so I think he's got a really good chance. And Fakowski yeah. was awesome this year, but Madeira, he's still young. Like he's only just starting. And yeah. uh I think he's got a big future. And he's buddies with Matt. Uh, I'm sure he's been working with Matt a lot this season. And well, we'll see what he's like in the rogue invitational this weekend. Um I, th- I thought yeah. the game's just gone, Velner was gonna win, but then Velner did mm-hmm. a Velner, ruined just, his first yeah. defense. Yeah. He would have won otherwise. Yeah, yeah. But, uh, it's just he improved it. And he, he didn't even the swimming wasn't too bad. He's improved his swimming drastically. It was it was the kayaking, wasn't it? He just it's, it's always something he slips up on, isn't it? It was, mm-hmm. it was frustrating, really. Yeah, I, I wanted Valen to win. I'm a big Valen fan. I think he's a cool ass dude. He is. Again, he's a great trash talker as well. Oh, and uh, and he just comes across as a real nice. I think we chatted about it before, Mark, didn't we? Where on on our on our team dominant when he was he was just like one year I come on the floor and, and someone thought I was uh, like a, a a spectator or something and they <laughs> just a lost child like walked yeah. off the yeah. floor by accident uh, when they were asking him if he was on steroids when that's where it was yeah <laughs> like his that. story about um the assault bike one year in the games creases me every time because he said oh he yeah, didn't yeah. How, how many big boys they've got at the games this year. Until he heard those assault bikes revving up, up like. yeah, yeah, and he, he said um, it was something like forty cows, you mm. know that that tempting number where you can send it, mm. but then you'll you'll get off that dead is. after. Yeah. Um. So he he's going about his business on the assault bike, and then he sees his judge's hand go up, mm. and then the announcer announces Pat Valner's judge is the first judge to have their hand up, and it Valner's goes, oh no. Yeah, yeah, I've gone too hard. I know how this ends. <laughs> yeah, that's right. I know those ends. I remember that. It was the one with a hammer, I think, when it was our event. When he yeah, had a hammer, the, uh, yeah. the block, something like that, wasn't it? Yeah. Yeah, that's right. Oh, I know how this ends. Yeah. <laughs> what that's... a funny, cool ass dude. I'd love to see him win the games, to be fair. Yeah. Let's hope he does it next year. We're rooting for you. We're rooting for you, Vilma. Yeah. <laughs> We're getting him on in a few weeks when we go. Yeah, yeah, we're working on it, you know. <laughs> right in between Fraser and Noah. <laughs> be nice, isn't it? Yeah. Well, look, Mark, um, it's been awesome having you on, mate. Really appreciate it. Um, thanks for your insights. 
Um, and I really hope that um, you get to to open your gym, mate. And uh, yeah, we'll we'll be down straight away to to come work out there, mate. When as soon as you do. Um, so yeah, yeah, you're coming you're on. All the support from us. Um, and yeah, I've learned a lot from you today, so it's been been great listening. And uh, yeah, keep in touch, bro. Thanks, guys. Will do. Yeah, and cheers, man. Thanks for the well wishes. Really appreciate it. Really appreciate having you on, having me on. Thanks, guys. No worries. Cheers, Mark. Thanks, buddy. Cheers, buddy.